0: All right, what's up, everybody? You're now tuned into to another episode of the Elite. I'm your host, Mark Z. My co-host, Chad. What's going How's on? How's it
1: going? Guys? How's it going, guys? Oh man.
0: another episode. We back already. This
1: is, hey. Yeah, okay, you gotta YouTube. keep it going. Gotta keep it going.
0: I would consider this an exclusive episode.
1: Would you say so? Uh, absolutely, man. We're gonna we're gonna be getting into us. Uh, that's how we're gonna be doing this episode. We're gonna we're gonna save everything for next week. Uh, what we've been talking about. Uh, we're going to give you a little bit of what who we are uh, just so you guys can get a little background on us.
0: Yeah, and just how we got into sports and why we're such fanatics of it, I guess you could say. Uh, cause I know, as you can see, Spurs' background and whatnot. I'm a Spurs fan. Boy, Chad here is clearly a Spurs fan. But since that's, there's two different sports there, so let's go ahead and get right into the nitty-gritty. Why, how did you end up a Brace fan? And for as long as I've known you, You've always been like a diehard baseball
1: fan. How how did you get into baseball? Uh, So at at a young age, man, my brother, uh, he was playing baseball. My dad always grew up wanting me to play baseball. So what we did was I started playing baseball when I was three. Uh, I kept it going for 15 years, man. I stopped playing when I was 18, figured out I needed double Tommy John surgery to continue playing baseball. Uh, So I eventually just gave it up, took over the life of a mechanic. Uh, But ever since then, man, that has been my favorite sport uh, the love for the game is, is unreal. You know, you can't, you can't change, you can't change that love.
0: So, uh, so,
1: pictures. so, so growing up, you know, I, I watching actually as growing up, you know, we, uh, always did things back in school where it was like, you know, send a letter to your favorite athlete. Uh, and you know, they sent you like a fake little picture with a fake autograph and everything. Uh, so back in the day, I actually enjoyed the Yankees. Uh, I was wow. I I was a big, I, well, I was a big Arod fan. Uh, I, I watched him heavy when he was with the Mariners and the Rangers, because um, I was a big Griffey fan as well. You know I got a Griffey painting in my bedroom. Uh, Riptide man can't can't go wrong with the kid. But um, as I grew up, you know I realized that Chipper Jones. I modeled my game after him at third base. Uh, that was who I who I wanted to be as I was growing up. Uh, that's why my favorite number is still number 10. Regardless of who I'm playing for, what sport, uh, it's always going to be number 10. Like I said, I grew up watching, idolizing, uh, mentoring Chipper Jones as much as I could. So that that's how uh, I just stuck with them. And that was at a young age too, probably like five or six. Uh, I started messing with uh, Chipper Jones, so I definitely couldn't go back after that one.
0: Find that one player that, that, like, idle, that's it, yeah. like
1: your idol. That's The Yeah, I mean, even even with him being retired, man, I, he's still my good. idol. That's,
0: that's, it
1: that's how it is. It so let's let's get into you a little bit, man. How you uh? I know we played baseball back in the day, but what what made you really focus hard on basketball? Well, to tell
0: you the truth, basketball wasn't always my first love. Given the fact that the majority of my family played football and ran track, only a handful of it, only a handful of my family members played uh, basketball, like my mom. Um, the Love for basketball kind of just grew as I started to watch it. I say around like eight or nine. That's when I really started to get into it. Uh, I started following players like Carmelo, D. Wade, like that whole 2003 draft. Like really what put me into basketball. Now, being who I am, I was like, I can't just jump into it and not know the history and whatnot. So as I went back, I was like, man, this, this, this is, this is dope. I'm watching Jordan. I'm watching Magic Johnson come down the court, no look passes, and like, and I'm slowly like just starting to fall in love with the game and how it's played. And then eventually, I got into basketball, actually playing it instead of watching it and being a spectator. And
1: mm-hmm. then First time I laid
0: up my sneakers, I was trash. Dang, I ain't trash. There's <laughs> something about the game and how I could just—how funny it was this play? Like, really yeah.
1: just got me. Absolutely. Uh, so so let me let me hear the Spurs background, man. Cause I mean, as as long as I've known you, uh, you've been a diehard Spurs fan. But I've never actually asked you how it came about. Uh, so let me let me hear the little background story.
0: staying the night in one of my friends, uh, His dad got a ticket off to a Bobcat game. Because there was Bobcats at the time, not the like they are now and were, and how they were with the Lonzo Morning and all you know, in that group. And they were playing the Spurs. I at the time I was still getting in the basketball so I I knew the team, but I wasn't too familiar with everybody's roster and whatnot. But I knew who Kim Duncan was. And where the seats were, they were right by, like, uh, the, what's the name, the Tunnels going into the locker room. Mm -hmm. And after the game, uh, we we finessed our way down there to where the players were. I think the Spurs won that game or whatever. But I got, I actually got a chance to meet Tim Duncan. And they was, he, just as they say on ESPN and all that, he, he don't say much. He said, what's up? Took a couple pictures. Uh, one thing I remember watching that game is how focused he was in trying to get the win. And like he wasn't doing nothing fancy. That was the crazy part. It was simple. He's in the post back down shimmy, playing bank shot. Simple. He's not hitting he's not hitting massive fadeaways, he's not trying to do crossovers nothing, or nothing. And I finally saw why they called him the big fundamental. And from that point on Tim Duncan became my favorite player. Given even though he's a he's a completely like different build than what I am, like I you see you play basketball, with me. like absolutely. I I tried to back down and post, I'm not I'm not big as he is, but yeah. I, that same mentality I kind of took with me. And
1: yeah, because I've driving. seen you drive. I said I've seen you drive. You you are <laughs> not you were. I mean you are not scared to drive through the big man, and that that's that's what it and that's what you're talking about.
0: But that I got that from I didn't really get that part of my game from Tim. I would say I got that more so from another first player, one of another favorite of mine, Manu Facts. <laughs> that that Euro step was deadly. I've seen that. I, was
1: like,
0: I gotta add <laughs> it. Haven't perfected it yet, even to this day. But I I still use it when I can.
1: Hey, man. See, I I know. Trust me, I've I've played with you a lot. You know, we laugh, we joke on the court, man. But uh. If I had anybody on the court with me, man, you know I gotta go with you.
0: Okay. Same, same, for you. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta have my shooter. Cause we both know I, I'm not a shooter. I, I'm John Wall when it comes to shooting. It, it ain't happening. <laughs> I, I'll take it to the whole all day, but I, I don't.
1: Know. Uh, hey, man, I, you know me. I, I like it behind the three point line. So no matter what happens,
0: I feel you. Sniper, sniper game. <laughs> oh. We both- Folks who got into our what we think is our favorite sport, but we're both heavy fans of football. We're both from North Carolina. So you're the out of the two of us, you're the bigger Panther fan. This is true. Ravens all day. You already know how we do on this side. Like this I gotta ask. You, through all those years of being trash, how did you maintain <laughs> being a Panther fan? <laughs>
1: Uh, so, so the, the one thing that I've always said, you know, even looking at, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to say I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, uh, but, you know, looking at the fans of Cleveland Browns talking about disowning the team, getting rid of the team and things like that, uh, you know, it really hurts you as a fan, you know, it really makes you think like, you know, it, is this really how football should be viewed by fans? Um, cause no, no matter what happens, man, even if you're, you know, you're a dad uh, even if you're watching your son's team get blown out, you know, you're going to tell him good job We'll get him next time and and that's all it is man. It's, it's just a mentality thing You know, I, I always kept looking to the next week saying like yo, we can get it next week. We can make it better um, you know that went on for years Unfortunately, but uh, we did we did step up, uh for those three back-to-back to back uh, nfc south championships But other than that, man, getting to that big game in 2015, having the struggle against Denver, uh, I know that really backed down the morale of the team. Um, But as of right now, man, we're not really in, like, a rebuild session. We're in a – what's the word I'm trying to think of? We're in a a phase – we're in a phase of transition, transitioning to a better future for the Carolina Panthers uh, and definitely making the most out of the name of Charlotte.
0: Spoken like a true fan, like a realistic.
1: <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. You,
0: you're realistic. You're not like the Dallas Cowboys fans who always think, "Oh, no matter what, we're going to be fine. We're hitting Super Bowl." Knowing in reality, it ain't no not, way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not this year at least with the with the Cowboys, man. But you know, it, it's like I said, man. You can't. You honestly just can't. You can't get yourself down after one game, even as a fan, even as a player. You know, you got to just you got to think about what you did, fix it. Go on to the next week even stronger. So, and, and it, being a fan in that, you see it. I mean, yeah, we all talk our trash. That's what fans do. We'd be like, "Yo, let's get rid of this player," but next week he comes back. You know, you could have, you know, DJ Moore dropped a few passes last week. It was a little rough, uh, but he could come back next week, go for two hundred. You know, you, you never know how it's going to happen. You know, it's a fifty-fifty chance. So, you just got to kind of let the boys do what they got to do, and uh, keep it moving. Oh, you
0: can't do it.
1: I mean, with 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 us trusting on CMC so much uh, as you know, with him being out this year, you can definitely see a big a big a a big big, it is a big loss. But it's definitely you can see how much change in mentality we've had uh, since losing him. You know, we won those three games straight. Uh, Unfortunately, we are on a losing streak right now. Uh, But, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't all on him. And that's and that's what I like to see. You know, I like to see a group effort. Um, I hate seeing just one man power through for thirty touches a game.
0: Uh, Cam was still there. You can can definitely make the argument that they would be a lot better than what they are if Cam was still there and he's playing like he is right now. Yeah. I probably should have asked you this first. So. So, how did you how did you become a Carolina? Cause uh, I know, so cause I know there's uh, a lot of people in carolina that aren't really carolina fans fan they're just like yeah. of, they're just like I support them because they're the home team but I'm really a fan of you know, well
1: football. I mean I I honestly I honestly i do I do the same not even gonna lie I, I do root <laughs> for the Panthers as the home team uh, but now so being born in 95 you know the Carolina Panthers came established in 1995 so my dad switched over from being a Vikings fan uh, he was a big Vikings fan as he was growing up because you the Panthers weren't here so the only people the only few teams that you could watch were Dallas Minnesota Washington and I think Oakland like those were like the four teams you could watch so of course my dad chose the Vikings um, but as the Panthers came f- to fruition, we uh, we did switch over to being a Panthers fan. Uh, I remember the first game I ever, the first like big game I remember is that 2003 Super Bowl, which we did lose to the Patriots, um, and that unfortunate slip of the uh, Janet Jackson <laughs> in the Super Bowl or in the halftime show, you know, because <laughs> everybody remembers that one. Uh, everybody. Up. But, you know, but that was that was like the first real big thing that really got me into football, man, it was watching that Super Bowl, watching us fight, uh, watching Jake DeLome, Steve Smith, you know, Moose Muhammad, all those guys fight uh, for that Super Bowl victory, even though it did come down to that last second field goal that made us lose it. Um, but with that, you know, I, I also I did grow up. I watched a lot of uh, the St. Louis Rams. Uh, I, I watched Kurt Warner. Uh, I modeled my quarterbacking after Kurt Warner. Uh, I used to model my uh, my receiver tactics after Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. Uh, a lot of those things, you know. I was a big fan of Marshall Falk, and I I, I couldn't get enough of him. Um, so, in it, it, deep down secret in me, man, I, I I've been a long time Rams fan as well as a Panthers fan. Uh, I'm not saying I'm a bandwagon on either team. Uh, I will go and root for both teams. You know, it, it's just one of those things where I like I like my home team. I like going to the games. I like watching them. I'll root for them all day long. Uh, but deep down man I, I'm a true Rams fan. I do like watching them play. Um, man, it's just been it's been a little bit of fun letting watching both teams kind of succeed in different ways. And even if you know they both let me down in the Super Bowl, so it's alright. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all good. <laughs>
1: exactly. So that's what I'm saying, like, exactly, it's not, it's, it's okay. I I mean, we're going to have our chance again, even the Panthers, man. If you give the Panthers a few years, uh, let those rookies that are really uh, topping out on our defense kind of get some more experience. I do think that we can push for the playoffs uh, once Tom Brady retires um, and Drew Brees retires. I think, I think we'll, we'll be back on the top.
0: might be another year or two away from either one of them retiring.
1: But and that's fine.
0: In my, opinion, in my opinion, Drew might have another year after this. Because as of right now, he the, the Saints aren't
1: looking as good as they should. But Well, yeah, so, well so you don't know this. Uh, I've been keeping up with this pretty heavy. But after Drew Brees signed his two-year extension uh, on his contract, he did decide to opt out after the first year. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he is definitely... Uh, because it, it was such a last thing, a last day decision for him that he actually did decide to. uh I think I think he said that he was only going to play this one year. And if he was feeling well enough, he'll play the second. Uh, but the way it's going, man, it, it's almost time for him to go. Yeah.
0: Lot. It's about time for a lot of these quarterbacks to retire. The new era and start to take over as well. Yeah. they kind of yeah. is taking over with Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. But that's Absol- absolutely conversation. Next
1: episode. <laughs> so let me, uh yeah. So I mean, honestly, I, you know, I met you back in freshman year. Um, as long as I've ever known you, you've been a you've been a, Ra- a Ravens fan. So let me let me hear a little bit about your about your background with the Ravens. All right, this is going to come
0: as a shocker to you. So I wasn't always a Ravens fan. I supported the Panthers when I first got into football, simply for the simple fact my dad. Mhm. That was the only team I knew when I first started getting into it. As I got older, I started you know discovering more teams, knowing who was good, and really getting into the game. Uh, I I was rooting for the Steelers for one year. I say that? And then after I think, that, I think
1: like, I think everybody did, man. When they went to the Super Bowl against the Cardinals, I think yeah, everybody I was, was rooting fan. for them that year.
0: <laughs> Even as a Ravens fan, yeah, I was rooting for. <laughs> I think after the Super Bowl that uh, Carolina lost to New England, I was like, okay, I'm not going to follow my dad and be a Panthers fan. Mm-hmm. And so that next season, I didn't really go in rooting for the Panthers. I wasn't like rooting against them, but I, was, I wasn't I was as much of a fan anymore. Mm-hmm. So I watched the Steelers game. I started leaning towards becoming a Steelers fan. And, and at the time, like Baltimore... Wasn't really on my radar. Then I watched one of their games. I think they were playing the Titans at the time. And I just remember seeing every pickleball. I think Vince Young was still the quarterback at the time. The mm-hmm. Every pickleball, take it all the way back home. I was like, okay, this, this defense is legit. Ray Lewis, he's making stops. And that's the time they didn't have Terrell Thugs at the time. Yeah. But if I'm not mistaken, Dominique Boxer, which is still on the team. Man coverage is excellent. I was like, okay, I'll do this. Okay, I, I'm, I'm rocking with this team. And we won a couple games in a row. With, and then I was like, oh, uh, I think I'll make Baltimore my team. And yeah. From that point on, it, it was a wrap. Like, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. I even went back and watched some film on Derrick Mason. And I do remember watching that Super Bowl that we beat the Giants and, and seeing that level of dominance. Even though
1: at the time I was still rooting for
0: the Panthers, yeah, I I, I still remember that always stuck out in my, my mind.
1: So. so that would have, that would have been the um, the Ray Lewis Jamal Lewis era, correct? Big yeah. old number thir- big old number thirty one in the backfield. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Jamal was a good Lewis. that was that, that was a real good era. man, honestly, Joe oh, Flacco yeah. Joe Flacco was doing what he had to do.
0: He got us to that one ring. He did his job, and it became trash. We kicked him out. We were done. It sounded change. It's
1: hey, time. I mean, you guys took down Colin Kaepernick and in the, in the almighty Chuck uh, and 49ers, so. You could have done better in that Super Bowl. Absolutely, man, but you also got to think you had the big number 52 for the 49ers, Patrick Willis, on the other side. So <laughs> one of the hardest linebackers to beat
0: uh, it, I, as much as I talk trash about Joe Flacco, I must pay some kind of respect because he, that year, that playoff run he went on, that year, 2012, that was insane. Yeah, he took out. If I'm not mistaken, Peyton Manning was with the, the Colts.
1: That- no, he was with the Colts. Yeah, the I think went- was it with was he with Denver? Because he went to Denver in 2015. No, 2013, 2012.
0: Plus, so yeah, that would have been the same year we the okay. Yeah, it was Peyton. So he was going back and forth with Peyton. And I'm sitting there I'm sitting there looking crazy. I'm like, yo son, like I am giving him props because at the same time, like he's keeping up with Peyton. But you know how Peyton is. You know it's the playoffs, but like, he just gotta give that man his respect.
1: He he can come oh. back on the finish, so. Even if his forehead grew bigger, uh if you ever if you ever looked at his draft day pictures to his retiring pictures, I swear his his forehead grew six inches, and I think that was just absorbing so much defensive knowledge as a quarterback uh, wow. to be able to, to be able to beat uh, some of these defensive coverages, man. Because you you got to think, looking back at it, man, you know there was so many safeties and cornerbacks that he had to beat uh, that were tough. You know, you got Ed Reed, you had Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas. Brian Dawkins, like dude, there was there was so many people that he had to like absorb how they play, uh, and and really change his ways, and that was that was really cool watching. I agree, but
0: it, it was only good enough to get him two Super Bowls. I think he could have got more. Uh, I think, in my opinion, if he would have showed up against the Seahawks, Seattle wouldn't have a Super Bowl. Even with that defense, because Russell Wilson, was really young.
1: but uh, that that neck injury really slowed him down. Oh yeah. So that 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 was that's what that's what kind of stopped his reign uh, was that neck injury.
0: This is a like us episode. The fans and the listeners are getting to know the elite host. I want you to name your favorite player in in the victory sports in baseball. Football
1: and basketball. If you ain't
0: got one, just you got say you ain't got one. I know I don't all, have one, all all times. All
1: times. That no matter doing? what air uh, No matter what era. Players or player?
0: Uh, just do two players from each,
1: each. Two players from each. Alright. So so for the so for baseball man, I I modeled heavy, like I said, around Chipper Jones and uh big number twenty five, Mark McGuire. You know, I always wanted to hit like Mark McGuire. Uh, I always saw how much of a, you know, just a wrecking ball he was. Uh, So those two, Chipper Jones and Mark McGuire, that was my third and first base uh, mentors that I kind of watched growing up. Uh, So that was really good to watch. Uh, Football, all time. Sheesh. Uh, Kurt Warner for one, man, coming undrafted, winning Super Bowls. Uh, Fantastic player. Uh, And another person I loved watching as I was growing up, Uh, I gotta give it to LT. You know, the Danley and Tomlinson. He did more for the sport for running backs than I think anybody in the league has ever done. Besides, you know, of course, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, all those guys. But from my era that I watched, uh, the Danley and Tomlinson definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Basketball. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go with Allen Allen Iverson. Uh, I played with him I think in every basketball game I ever played in my entire life until he was out of the game uh, he was a he was he was one of my one of my favorite people to watch he was quick he was agile he was ruthless uh, and that definitely definitely made it uh, a little bit harder for people and then um, second player uh, it's a little tough man but Kevin Durant I know. I know a lot of people. A lot of people don't like Kevin Durant uh, because of how he left OKC to go to the Golden State Warriors for that championship. Uh, but but you got to give him his props. You know, they're they due where they're due. Uh, he has never really let his team down besides injuries. Um, but when it when it's his time to step up and it's his and it's, it's a clutch moment, he's there. Uh, third is definitely Kobe Bryant. Uh, that man, that man was everything to everybody. Uh, even after this year, he still is everything to everybody. Um, other than that, man, I, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely been a fun time, man. Let me hear what, I know, you know, I know you don't got no many baseball players. Uh, I know you got a few, but, uh, let me hear Let me hear your football players. Football players. All
0: right. My favorite two. One. Every hands down, questions asked. I'm not arguing. With anybody hands down, uh, top two safety NFL history. Yeah. I can argue with anybody back and forth on day if You're listening. Drop your drop your opinions in the comments. I will go back and forth. I have the every
1: fact. We'll we'll make a now, whole episode out of it.
0: Fact. <laughs> <back. laughs> um, second. My second. I, I I would I. Ain't Michael Vick, my second. is, It has to be Michael Vick.
1: The oh, way absolutely. He changed, the
0: way he came into the league and just changed the game. I remember watching him play
1: football. Dude, I remember I remember those seventy-five plus yard runs without a breath now, against Ricky, against everybody. You just sitting there like a, it's like he, he's
0: playing on Ricky, Everybody else playing on all of that like, No,
1: absolutely. It, I mean, it, it definitely, it definitely was uh, an honor to watch him play. You know, I hate I hate what happened to him because of the, you know, the, the whole scandal. Uh but it's even awesome. when he even when he came back uh and played for Philly, I mean he that dude was still a one man show.
0: A big forever a game changer. Uh
1: to this day,
0: on Mad Note four, I have never played with a more dominant player.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even a Falcons a fan and I was playing and I was playing with Michael Vick. He was like <laughs> He
0: was a whole cheat code. And oh yeah, like,
1: absolutely. Using,
0: if you lost with the Falcons on for of course you were trapped. You didn't deserve, have
1: to yeah, win. no, but that's what I'm saying. But the, it doesn't—it didn't matter what who you were a fan of. You were playing as Michael Vick. Oh, did didn't matter.
0: If you were a fra- if you were doing franchise mode, you would force the trade so you could have Michael Vick. So you could
1: have him on your team. Yep, yep <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yep, I did, Yep, I did that. I'm not even gonna lie. I did that. It's always weird seeing Michael Vick in a different uniform, man, but you, you, you got to have him.
0: You'll so, so. <laughs> be uh,
1: Shoot me over to basketball, man. Who you got?
0: Uh, I, I know I said Tim Duncan, but Tim Duncan overall. Tim Duncan got me in the basketball, but he is only number two on my favorite players list. Number one on my favorite players list. And Duncan. Honestly, Maddie
1: Johnson. Well, number
0: thirty-two.
1: Definitely different. Maddie Johnson. Yeah. Was definitely- yeah, man, he he definitely revolutionized uh, different ways of passing the ball, uh, and that and that was and that was a big thing coming into the league. Now, uh, it's just revolutionized in different ways to really get your teammates the ball.
0: My opinion. We didn't have Magic Johnson. I don't think you would have a LeBron James that was as good as a passer. Absolutely. That's a passer.
1: No, absolutely. Um. Just get, just throw me out a baseball player, man. Just one. That's all. Just throw me out one.
0: As of recently, I've, I haven't, I've missed the last World Series game. I've watched, i watched a lot of Mookie Betts play. I've, I'll look up some of his highlights. David Ortiz. I will say this: David Ortiz is definitely one
1: of my favorite players. Hey, Big so, Papi, you, you can't go wrong with him. You can't even, go even, wrong if, Big <laughs> even with how much you hate the Red Sox, it doesn't matter if you're a Yankees fan, if you're, you know, any any fan, even if you hate the sport of baseball, you got to give Big Papi props. I mean, he he re- he revolutionized being a hitter, without a doubt.
0: Quick side note, an honorable mention, as far as my favorite basketball
1: player
0: and stuff, mm-hmm. an honorable
1: mention, Tracy McGrady. Oh, T-Mac? Yeah. You know, T-Mac yeah. dropping, dropping 12 yeah. points in, in like 10 seconds to win that game. That was still probably the most craziest thing I ever watched in my entire life.
0: You know what's crazy? <laughs> he did it on my Spurs, bro. He did it on my Spurs. i <laughs> I'm sitting here watching the game. I'm screaming at the TV. My dad thinks I'm going crazy. I'm <laughs> Like hey, somebody
1: maybe. stop this <laughs> I, I, that that uh Houston Rockets T Mac. Hands down the the best. No, I don't know if the, No, I'm saying about, like the, the best the best Rockets. When T Mac was with the Rockets and with him oh, and Yao him and him and Yao Ming Bro they was No, not. I mean, I'm just saying, as, as player was.
0: Player-wise, they had a lot of talent on this. One. They mm-hmm. had a lot of talent. It's definitely top three in their in their all-time lineup. But I don't, and i can't say that. But yeah, I had to give a quick shout
1: out. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, before we get out of here, I I I've been doing this uh, with with a couple buddies of mine, man. I I need a top. I need your starting five with a 6 man.
0: All-time for, for basketball?
1: Yeah. Who you, who would you... Everybody everybody in their prime, who are you taking as your starting five? And then you add a six-man. I, I might have to go from
0: six-man to point. That,
1: that's fine. My six-man coming
0: off the bench? Six-man coming. You me text today that you no, no, this
1: is this, this is this is this is on all the spot. Time. Yeah, right. if you want me to run through mine, I'll run through mine for you.
0: Yeah, go, go ahead, run right through yours. I'm going to gather my thoughts.
1: Okay. All right, I got At 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 point, I'm taking Allen Iverson, number three. Oh, 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 oh. Absolutely.
0: All time. all time.
1: No, my yeah. starting my starting five.
0: Yeah, but
1: it doesn't all matter all time. time. It don't have to be. It's just this is my starting five. Okay.
0: Yep.
1: At the two, I'm taking Michael Jordan. Of course. And then gotta be. Uh, number three. At small forward, who? Who did I have at small
0: forward? You can make an argument for. Gray, hey,
1: but uh, no! Honestly, I had LeBron. Uh, but I also in a different lineup, I had him in. I had him in as the as the power forward. Uh, but a small forward, I would go with LeBron. Okay. Uh, power forward, I'm taking, I'm taking Durant. Yep. Whoa. Whoa yep.
0: Power forward. So you're just gonna skip Charles Barkley.
1: I'm, I'm skipping. Hey, I'm skipping all of them. You, you got to You got trust me. I right, just give me. I got it. You good? Like I said, this is this is my five. <laughs> at it's sen- at center, I'm taking Shaq. Big, big, big 32, uh, and my sixth man off the bench uh, coming in would be Ray Allen. Okay, oh,
0: I, I can respect the Ray Allen. I
1: can the Ray. And honestly, uh, I, w- I would even I would even skip out LeBron and put Kobe Bryant. Fair enough. You go ahead. You that. So let me The mix sure I got you there, right.
0: you got Allen
1: Iverson. Yep. Yep. And it's like it's like it's a, it's a it's a, Le, a Lebron Kobe mixture of who I would want there. Honestly, I'd rather really take Kobe because Kobe's locked down defense over Lebron's. Um, right. So so I'd probably just run Kobe. Uh, and power forward, I said, like I'm taking Durant. Okay. Uh, center, I'm taking Shaq. and then I got my six man coming off the bench. Will be Ray Allen. Wow. You, you ain't got nothing but
0: straight killers. I hope to you you won't have a problem shooting the ball. Your lineup will not have a problem shooting the ball.
1: But but I got my de- but I but I got my defensive players as well. I got I got I got lockdown Jordan. I got down Kobe. I got Shaq guarding the paint. Durant is a big man that's also good at blocking shots. And then like I said, I got my sniper coming off the bench. Alright, so
0: my sixth man, there you go. My sixth man coming off the bench. Good call. Good call coming off the bench. Okay. CP's coming off the bench. Who I have it? center in their prime, I'm going to have to go with Kareem. I need points from that center position. There. In my opinion, yep. you can't just be down there banging all day and not get some production. You're get somebody that's going to get you buckets I'm going to need you to answer that call if it happens. So I need yeah. Kareem down there. Power forward. As much as I love Kevin Duncan, I a close one between him and the Dream, but I'm I'm leaning towards the Dream on this one. Okay. But the Dream is powerful. Small sword, I need a sniper. Got to go, KD. Point blank
1: period, KD. Who? I need but exactly. I need See, I, I was just saying. Yeah. Exit. Okay. I accent. got you. Who?
0: My all time starting lineup. Just me it of course I'm gonna go with Jordan, but I will make the argument for Kobe. Kobe yeah. has to have that argument. Yeah. Like if I if I couldn't get Jordan, I'll be happy with Kobe. I'm not yeah.
1: gonna play. Yeah. So Jordan is to
0: running my point. I need somebody who can distribute the ball to my shooters and get it down low as need Ready for this? John
1: Stockton. Oh, yeah. Stockton is a great choice. I, I need absolutely.
0: I need the master of assist. I need John
1: Stockton. Yeah. Like I said, I I just I love AI's quickness. Uh, I love his ball handles, his ball movement. Uh, that's why that's why I chose him.
0: I like my lineup to score, be able
1: to move the ball well, and play a good defense. So, I'm yep. getting all that yeah, was Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It's it's just something, it's something that just off the top of your head, you know, what, what can you, who can you come up with? What can you come up with? You know, it, it cause if you think about it for too long, you're going to hurt your brain. Uh, and, you, and you're really going to be putting yourself kind of in a predicament of where you're kind of at. So, so, I, I mean, coming off the top of the dome, it's, it's harder, it's more challenging. It really makes you think, you know, who would you really want to see there? Uh, and that's why I like doing these. And that's why I like doing these.
0: I'm not gonna lie. The point guard and the small forward position—that's uh, those are the two positions that mess me up. Center too. Uh, I, I damn near put Will at center. The, I damn near put Will at
1: center. Two. Well, you don't want 100 the hundred. Bu- you, so you don't want the hundred bucket man.
0: <laughs> I thought about it. That'd be an easy. <laughs> win every game.
1: Million dollar man. But,
0: <laughs> see, the thing is, like, if you get, then if somebody were to say, "Oh, well, I'll just throw Bill Russell at him," I ain't got that.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: This has been a, this has been a good episode, good Simon hey, second episode.
1: Amen. Hey, man, absolutely. Right.
0: Uh, last time we kind of rushed through it, so where where can the people find you at on, on social media?
1: Uh, so you you guys can find us on uh, Instagram at the elite. Uh, you can go and find us on Facebook. We are in the group section at the Elite Sports Podcast. Uh, if you guys want to find my personal one, uh, my Instagram is cjenkins05. Uh, just hit me up on there. If you guys have any questions, any comments that you guys want to make, uh, definitely comment on the post, man. We definitely want to hear from the from the audience. Uh, we definitely want to have some have some topics to talk about, have some arguments, some debates. Uh, we definitely want everything and everybody joined in. Uh, if you guys want to ever reach out. To join in the podcast, if you guys would like to, uh, or join in the video calls that we got going on, uh, you can either reach me at uh, my email. It's mcjenks10 at gmail uh, and we'll get you in here, man. If you want to find
0: me anywhere? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at brodermar. Simple as that. Uh, just like my brother said, we want to hear from y'all, man. We want to hear from y'all. Hit. Comment, like, subscribe, follow. Uh, we're trying to do something big here. We want to hear from y'all. And if you get, if he lets you on the show, you've gotta come with the facts. I don't need to shoot something to him. None of that. Like, we you gotta come with facts. Like, we we'll, you know, we'll
1: need a rundown. But with, without. With Without 2020's been looking out for everybody. Uh, I know it's been a rough year for basically the whole entire world. Um, so so doing this is a real it's real enlightening for a lot of people that are struggling uh, with their dreams. You know, with me and Marcus, we've been a lot of we've been sports fans for a real long time. Um, so fi- so finally doing this uh, definitely kind of opens up a lot of windows for us. Um, it it kind of it kind of gets you over that hump of uh, what you wanna do in your future you know you you can't you can't be scared to take that leap i know twenty twenty is has been scary uh, I know everybody's you know masked up and in the house but don't don't be afraid to kind of take that one that that step forward and really make your life worth it yep uh but other say other than that guys Thanks for listening, and thanks for watching the Elite Podcast. Uh, My name is Chad, and we will catch you guys next time.